pet. Two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who Hello, and welcome to Those Who Ant, a podcast that helps you to see the world through ant-colored glasses. My name is Aunt Pat. And I'm your Auntie Mags. And oh my God, Pat. Oh God, I can't, even wait, I can't even wait for you to ask me if I yeah, have no, anything to talk about. Normally, I'd say, what's going on with you? But I didn't even get to it. This is our day, okay? Today is our day. Are you ready for it? Okay. All right. You know I have an alert on Gene Smart, okay? An alert? An alert. Yeah, my niece set it up. Like a life alert? No. Oh, God, no. But are you going to get those for us? Yeah. There's a waiting period now to get one because I think so many people, because of the past year, they're like, I definitely need a life alert. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a life alert for Gene Smart. And today is the day we have been waiting for. Okay. I don't know what this publication is. It's called Deadline. I don't know if it's real or not. (gasps) Did she pass? No, no, it's not that. That's what I thought because it's called Deadline. Okay. No, no. Listen to this. I'm going to read you the headline and then I'll read you the first paragraph. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Ready? Gene Smart to star in dark comedy picked up to series by HBO Max from Broad City Trio and Michael Schur. Okay, ready? The Universal TV project, executive produced by The Good Place creator Michael Schur, is originally uh, originally received a pilot order late January. I don't know what that means. The pilot, I still don't know what this is, was in the midst of casting. Sully? Is Sully in it? I hope so. Oh my God, he's the pilot. Whenever we talk about a pilot, it's him or John Travolta. Okay, wait. So she had just gotten the lead. All right, ready. This is the most exciting part. Ready? Okay. All right. So it was shut down because of the pandemic, but scripts were already being written. And based on the strength of the scripts and smarts casting, HBO Max has decided to give the project a series order. It's a path other networks and platforms are taking to amid the shutdown, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Gene Smart is back, baby. I knew Watchmen was going to do something good for her. I knew it. So let me just see if she's going to be on a TV show. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what that that was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. I love her. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear her voice. I can't wait to see her hair. I can't wait to see what tops they put her in. Oh, my God, they're going to put her in such great tops. She is so tall. She can wear long tops, you know, because she was shorter, because I think she's got a a, a decent bosom. You know, if you're tall, you can. Oh, I can just see it. I can see it in my mind's eye. Oh, boy. What's it called? Does it say what it's called? Oh, God. I don't know. Okay, hold on. I'll keep looking. It just says the Universal TV Project. Universal. That's exactly right. Because she's got universal appeal. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what how you identify uh, in terms of your gender. I don't care if you're from space. I don't care. I don't care. Jean Smart is going to be in a television show. Hello. And I don't know how to get it. And you're going to help me. I'm going to help you. Josie's going to help me. Listen to this. Oh, my God. Okay. Listen to this. Okay. The comedy revolves around a dark menaceship that forms between two women from different generations. A Las Vegas diva played by Smart and an oh entitled outcast 25-year-old. It's oh less interesting. The comedy yeah. is from Shaw's Fremulon and Universal TV, where Shaw and Statsky are under overall deals. I don't know what that means. Overalls are great. I hear that coming back. Oh, I would love a deal on overalls, you know? Because that's what yeah. I'm going to be wearing. That and one piece things are going to come back. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. A Anyways, Las Vegas back, diva. Baby. Yeah, oh my back. god! If you, the only way you could have said that this was going to be better is if she were playing an interior designer from Georgia. Why can't 
can't they bring that back? What's wrong with that? Why can't we have Designing Women back? And for that matter, Kate and Allie. Kate and Allie, Designing Women and Elf. Do you remember how they ended Elf? Um, no. Okay. Elf was about to be brought in by like the government. <laughs> it ended on a cliffhanger and then was never renewed. So you're like, oh, I guess they're going to kill Elf. And I want to know what happened. I'm dying to know. Wait, they never told you what happened to Elf? No, I wrote letters too. <gasps> oh my God, maybe that was on purpose because it's like, you know how we said last week that art is in the eye of the person watching it? Mm-hmm. I guess that's it. Draw your own conclusions. If you didn't like Elf, maybe you're like, oh, he got he got vivisected or whatever they do to, you know, again, autopsy. What, what or, is that? I don't know. I, I, that word just came to me. What does that mean? Or, was that one of your word of days? Because I never heard that one. That's absolutely joke. not. I don't know where that came from. Or maybe if you liked Alf, maybe you're like, he got away. You know, or maybe he's among us. You know, he just shaved and he's short and he's just, you know, doing yard work or whatever. Now, uh, my friend Edgar had a sweatshirt that said Alf for president. And wouldn't that be something? Oh, in this day and age? Are you kidding me? I would be shocked if next time it wasn't like, it's um, this known assaulter. Alf and um, this box of hair. That is Elf. I mean, really, it was a box of hair. But I could oh, go right. on forever about Elf. And, yeah, we both could. This is yeah. the best news. Thank you for sharing. I cannot wait. Oh, I've got to write her a fan. I'm going to write her fan mail. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Let's do both. Let's both of us do it. I will. Okay. I'm so excited for her. You know what? Seeing someone like Jean Smart succeed mm-hmm. really makes me think, I could succeed, you know, at something. Anything, More ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for her. Oh, my God. You know what? We have to tell our guest. I cannot wait to hear our guest reaction to this breaking news from Dateline. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Our dear, very dear friend. So excited to have you. And Irma. Irma. We're so excited to have you. Oh, no, girls. It's so exciting to be here. What do you think of this Gene Smart news, Irma? Well, I have to say, I am am so excited overly excited because you know I've always loved Jean Smart and one thing that I think we don't see enough is smart women on TV and who embodies that more than Jean Smart you know tell me tell me it's, does anybody it's in the no. name it's in the name it's right there oh that you know what that makes oh, me yeah. think do you think that's like a stage name because someone was already named like Jean Dingle or Jean whatever Gene Triplehorn or whatever. Oh. Do you think that maybe that's a, that's a stage name? And if so, what would be your stage name? Okay, so here's what I think about Gene Smart. If that is a stage name, that's brilliant. That's the smartest. And I don't mean this as a pun. It's just coming out. Uh, that is the smartest name I could ever think of. And my stage name would be Chesty LaRue. And that, no, Chesty for you. But it's spelled like French. Oh, do you know my what I'm saying? God. I so think like, word of you would be French. I don't. I don't. Yeah, Chesty know for what you. You're saying. Chesty for you. Yeah, I've seen that movie, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. think so. It, you know what? They they showed it on Skinamax one time. So, oh, right. Yeah. That's where I saw it. Okay, so Chesty for you. Would that that would be the name, or it would be whatever that mm-hmm. translates to in French? Yes. So I think we're looking at like a F. O-U-R-U, for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Yeah, yeah. That No, that makes this sense. Is, this is, Pat, this is yeah. like the Mary Greetsmas. This is I'm, this is happening to me right now. Oh, uh, you know, 
Irma, one time we had a, you know a friend on, and she was talking about um, uh, Sandy Bullock, she, the uh, the artist. Yeah, San, Sandy Bullock, and you know she draws all those animals, and then a friend put us in like a trance, you know, um, with talking Ew. about that. And so I guess for for Mags, this is a little hard to. Um, she's having a hard time with your name. I get oh, it. Oh. I think I get it. You know, um, I think, and um, I like that because you have what I w- would I I because I have a similar thing where I have a, a more bosom, a bosom, you know, you know, a bosom, mm-hmm. right? I do. Did you ever do this when you were younger, when your chest came in and you didn't want it to come in? Cause it, it you got a lot of attention that you didn't want. Did you ever walk? Unwanted. Yeah. 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 Did you ever do this? Did you ever walk around with loose fitting tops and then you kind of hunched over? So the, the, the fabric wouldn't touch your boobs so no one could see how big they were? You know, that's that's a good trick. I also went to, I, I would put on four sports bras at one time. I would do four mm-hmm. sports bras at one time because, you know, at that point, my, my you know, I, you know, as you, as y'all know, I did grow up in, you know, in the Bulmer region. And, you know, my, my, my father, he was worked at the Domino Sugar Factory, a, you know, proud union member of the Domino Sugar Factory. My mother was the woman who did, as you know, she was the woman that was painted for the Utz potato chips. That's her. That's her. Yeah. But, you know, she hasn't been paid for that. Uh, you know, what? she didn't, she didn't get paid for it. No, her likeness is on many bags of potato chips, and she never got paid for one time. Not that's, once. That's so. a crime. You should look up that Erin Brokovich. Yeah. Yes. Aaron she would Brokovich. remember your personal phone number. She would remember yeah. your personal phone number. If I, That was my one takeaway from that movie. I don't remember the rest of it. But she knew all their names and numbers. Yes. Yeah. You know what? That's true. Her, her mind was like a trap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, she was a trap. trap mind. Yeah, trap mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. When you were wearing all the sports bras, was there sports involved mm-hmm. or you were just doing it? You were just doing it to Tampa. Oh, down? no, they were they were hand me down sports bras from a lady from my dad's work at the Domino Sugar Factory. And as you know, I, you know, my 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 father, he 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 was the one bringing home the money and my mother was not paid for her likeness. So, you know, we we had to do what we had to do to get by. So I was still having to wear clothes at the time when I was 14 that I was wearing when I was eight years old. So those things were a little too tight. So mm. I needed to make sure that I had pushed these babies down as much as possible. So I was wearing four sports bras um, on top of each other. One one was a small, one was an extra small, and I wear it like this. Small, extra small, and then extra large, and then large. That's how it kept them down. That's mm-hmm. really smart. Mm-hmm. That's really smart because the, the two are doing like the compression part and the other two are keeping them, keeping the fabric away, keep the shirt away. Yes. And they, but you know, at that point we didn't have the luxury of having like Under Armour or, or Nike or Adidas. I had to do, you know, these was just from, from, well, at that point it wasn't Kmart. It was Jmart. Um, mm-hmm. They hadn't gone to Kmart yet. We, oh, they we hadn't just gotten had, there we yet? had Jmart. Okay. No, they hadn't gotten to the K. Okay. They were at, now, they had wanted, done H, then I, J, and then K. Now, I want to ask you, because you guys, I just watched uh, that documentary about Punky Brewster. Did you guys watch that documentary? Soleil Moonfry? Is that a That's name? That's a real name. Because nothing sounds right with that name as well. Wait, who's I this? thought she was talking about Soleil Moonfry. But yeah, that's, so. Is Punky this the lady Bull that invented play? the sunscreen? No. By the way, did you ever get your sunscreen? I meant to ask you about that. No, it hasn't come yet. Uh, I've made a claim with the USPS. Ugh, 
They nearly laughed me off the phone, which I get. And also, I respect them. It's not their fault. It's that dumb idiot, moron, idiot, asshole, dipshit, cock. It's not, wow, Pat. It's not the USPS's fault. They're doing the best that they can, and I respect yeah. them. But someone's at fault for not funding them. That cock, dick lick, fuck. I hope you get to warm up the, the bleep button on this one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, listen, I, uh, I, but I watched that documentary about Punky Brewster. And it turns out mm-hmm. everybody uh, that was like a teen um, was uh, doing drugs. And um, but anyways, what I was going to say is her chest came in very early and she had a reduction at 16. And then, you know, because people were calling a punky boobster, which is so sad. She was a teen. Oh. I hate that. Was that her stage you name? Know, was punky do- Brewster or what? Punky was that oh his, yeah, God, was that her Irma. stage name? Could you yeah, be wait, chesty what? boobster? Oh boy, that's fun you know, too. Oh, that's fun. That's and you know, it's like an homage, an homage, 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 homage. 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 an Amish, home price, an Amish. Price. Speaking of Amish, lots of an. You know, I, I grew up not too far from the Pennsylvania Dutch country, so you know, I had a lot of Amish people that were coming around. So. Are they all like they're portrayed in the in the one movie about them? Is that is that how they that are? one with the with the girl that's undercover? Yeah, the undercover. Oh, I woman. thought you were talking about Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. the movie with because uh, Harrison the Randy um, Quaid board has to go undercover. Yeah, Kingpin. Are they like? Are they like that? Are they like? Um, boring. Boring. You know, I think if you the, if you make butter that good. Then you have to be then then you then you're a little freaky underneath, you know, because I just don't think you can churn that hard Mm -hmm. and not have something else going on. You know, they they they, they all built up. Yeah, that's all pent up. The best, the best creamery, and you know, and they're they're also responsible for a lot of the ice cream that we get in the Mid Atlantic region, like the Turkey mm-hmm. Hill, that ice cream. Now they they make they like you can't be churning those things, and 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 I'm working a place called a creamery if you're not a little freaky. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So some of them, I think, underneath all those layers of clothes. There's something else going on, you know. They they they're ready to let it out. Pat, didn't you tell me one of the guys you dated referred to his penis as a creamery? Yeah, he said it's the world's most medium sized creamery. <laughs> I invited you to, to a tasting, and I was like, "What's happening?" And then I found out immediately, oh, and it was gross. fun. It was, was fun. It fun for you. <laughs> it was fun. Now I say that out loud. Sex positive. A lot of people would say, "Yeah," but not me. Because honestly, that was fun, you know, because, you know, role playing and stuff like that. And this role yeah. play was my penis is a small business so- that makes cream machine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I wanted to say and thank you for sharing that regarding the Amish. If you're listening to this and you're Amish, how? First. First. How are you listening to this? But also if you're <gasps> from to this, a distance. Oh, the most requested song in 1991, P.S. Remember that cassette? That was a good cassette. I love that one. I just want to clarify that maybe someone Amish is hearing this because someone's playing it out of their car or they're driving past the Amish where they're thinking oh, about getting yeah. a rocking chair or something. Or there's somebody oh. on a rumspringer that's listening. Oh, my God. If you're listening, listen. If you're listening, if you're, if you're a performer Amish and you're listening to this on your rumspringer, email us while you can at thosewhoant at gmail.com. we got so many questions for you. And and I would say also, do you know where my horse went? Because at one point I did have 
a horse that I had ridden up, you know, because I, I, at one point I really was interested in, in horse jumping. It's hard not to be, especially growing up in Maryland, where you're that close to those acetique horses. Oh, and don't get me started on acetique because you know that is my favorite place to go and, and vacation. All the people going to Ocean City, Maryland, no, no, no. 30 miles away or less, actually, I think that's 30 minutes away. And sometimes uh-huh. I get my minutes and my miles mixed up. Same. 30 Same. minutes away, you can see all the live ponies you want to see. And you know what? It's springtime right now. And you know what's happening? Foals. They have the <gasps> foals all over, little baby horses all over. Mm-hmm. And and they had been they had just swum. They swum from Shinkatig to Assateague. Mm-hmm. And at for the longest time in my life, I thought that those horses did it on their own. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that the people was pushing the horses to swim. Now, thank God um, they can swim. That's a risky uh, gamble if they can't. Oh, oh, so risky. And 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 what if what about the pregnant horses? How do we know that they're not getting pregnant before they're having to? The, the, I mean, talk about feats of strength. You know, mm-hmm. we want to talk about pregnant horses, pregnant women. Uh, that just makes me think of how Serena Williams was pregnant when she won that Australian Open, and then everybody out here is trying to say Tom Brady's the goat. Oh no, 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 Tom Brady! I don't think you could ever have—you'd never be able to win a Super Bowl while pregnant. And I'm not just talking about biology, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about strength and mental stamina. You could never, ever, ever even try. No way, no way. Which, which I'm sorry, reminds get, me. Get on my no, high no. horse. I get on no, my you're, horse. you got your high no, horse. And, and your swimming horse. Yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of how we met because we, you know, you say now no, no Ocean City, but, you know, Pat and I were on our way to Ocean City when we met you. Would you like to explain how we met? Oh, yes. So one of the best outlet malls. Well, is it a mall if it's outside? I never no, know. No, is it no, still that's a mall like a that's like a plaza or like a, a plaza. Like um Okay. I'm very quick to say what's what, but I don't know. You know, and I don't know because you could have a strip I'm mall. On, I'm on team. It's still a mall. That's the team I'm on. Okay. Okay. You know, so yes. So one of the best outlet malls, obviously, number one is Hagerstown Outlets, but that's in Northern Maryland. Okay. But if you're on your way to Ocean City, Maryland, you can pop by the Queenstown Outlets. And honestly, I think personally, I think Queenstown is better because they, they end up having more of the outlets of the high end stores. Okay. Cause you got the BCBGs, you, uh, which I thought at first, I was going to go in there and all they were going to be playing was Andy, Barry, and all the other Gibbs. But they were not playing to BGs. They just sell BC, BG closing. Um, and then Morris? Say Maurice. Yes. Morris? What's Mor- the other Maurice? Maurice is Gibbs. Maurice is Gibbs. Robin, yeah. Andy, Barry, and Maurice. Maurice. Um, yeah. You know, I love the BGs. Me too. I love, oh, I I love, love the them. BGs. I wish they were all here. Yeah, me too. You know, me too. And I want to say this, you know, a lot of people blame Victoria Principal for Andy Gibbs' death, and I'm one of them. You know, the same way you feel about that is how I feel about Christopher Walken murdering Natalie Wood. I know it happened, and don't don't you try to tell me it's something different. Oh, don't speaking of that horse killed Christopher Reeves, eventually. That's true. It took a while. It took Got a him while. in the end. Yep. In the end. Well, that, that was what made me stop wanting to do horse jumping was when I saw that. It's like that horse stepped on his cape. Like if I was a cartoonist trying to come and on it, I'd be like, Christopher Reeves dressed as Superman and the horse put a hoof on his cape and down he went to heaven. 
You did sketch that. Uh, yeah. I remember you sending me a sketch of that. Oh, yeah, but then I put and, it away in case I died, you know, and I couldn't explain it before they got to it. Yeah. You know, it's always really important to be able to explain your art. Right? What if, do you ever think about that? What if you die and you had something out? I think about that all the time now because, you know, I'm just, we're all barreling closer. We have specific orders for each other. Oh, okay. You know, like throw all my electronics into the ocean and burn my house down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just oh, yeah. got to get it. You got to get ahead of it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want people think, you know, I'll be dead and gone and whatever. And I shouldn't care, but I do, you know. I should leave little post-its on stuff like this isn't, you know, um, phobic. Yeah, any yeah, phobics, but, any phobias. Yeah. And I've read most of your stuff. And honestly, it's racist mostly against white people. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. I, yeah. I really oh, wish oh, if, oh, yeah. if there was a way to leave this race without digging myself further, I would, because what a nightmare. Yeah. It's like growing up Amish and you can never go on Rumpspringer. Right. Yeah. Or exactly. Jerry Springer. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no. They're well, not going on always. Steve Wilkos. No, no, no. Also they're so white. Cause they don't, I mean, yes, they work in the fields, but they wear a lot of clothes and hats. So they're not no getting zippers. any sun on that skin. It's all no. buttons. No, no. Stuff. Oh no, 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 no. But so anyway, so with, so, you know, we're at the outlet mall. Yes. So, and you know, um, I, I, I'm always here to, to try to meet new people at the outlet mall because I think sharing the tricks of the trade is one of the most important things about outlet shopping. Okay. So I was in the coach store and I was looking to get myself a new wallet. And also, cause you know, um, as, as y'all know, it was also, it was my, it was my, my little niece, my favorite niece, Heather. It was her 16th birthday. And she, you know, I knew that, you know, 16 year olds, they love, they love coach, you know, they do. It, and so I was looking for a little purse for her wallet for myself, you know, and then I, I saw y'all looking at these purses that they had the, the 40% off sign over top. But I knew that that was not true, that those purses were not 40% off. And that was 40% off the, that they said, that Assange said 40% off the sale price, but those were all full priced. You came over with so much fervor that we were like, what's this? What is this about? Well, and you came over and you knew so much because I thought that that was a coach store from the show and I was looking for... We're trying you know, to find Daba stuff. Yeah, yeah, Daba. Yes. And I was so, I mean, immediately I was kind of intrigued because I was like, there's a lot of handbags in here, but none of the stuff from the set. That's kind of why we pulled over, to be honest with yeah. you. Absolutely. And, you know, but at one point, Craig T. Nelson was inside of that store. <gasps> I did see him in the store. Mm-hmm. Oh, my so, God. So in a way, Coach was in Coach, but not the Coach that we wanted to Coach. Now, do you think that he gets a discount? Would he? Would you get a discount if you were Coach? Yeah. Oh, I would hope so. You know, I never asked. What about Jerry Van Dyke? You think Jerry Van Dyke got a discount? Oh, but you know, I think all the Van Dykes get discounts. Even uh, even uh, Dick Van Dyke's son, Steve, he gets it too because he was on diagnosis murder as well. He was also on diagnosis murder. Is that right? You know, Jerry Van Dyke, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. I'll tell you right now. I got bad news, Pat. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. All the good ones, they say. All Only the good die young, and they're right. Jerry oh, and so true. Oh, couldn't you just imagine him waking up and saying, good morning, rolling over, and there's Jerry Van Dyke right in your very own bed. Uh, confused, probably so fumbling. Confused. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people out here were like, oh, I like Dick Van Dyke more because he's taller. And, I, and, you know, for me, 
As you know, because my 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 husband, God rest his soul, he's not dead, but he's dead to me. You know, mm. my husband, he he was one who was short and stout, and then I saw his handle and I saw his spout, and that's what I really was about. Um, and I did too many rhymes there, but I I'm not mad about it. So you got to write that um, down. Yeah, you really stumbled into something gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I, you Jerry Van Dyke really, your way into something beautiful. Uh oh, watch out. You know who I liked on Coach? The dog. The oh, dog. Yeah. I like the dog. So I like a gold. I think golden retrievers are so beautiful. And that dog was kind of like a golden retriever, just yeah. like Comet from Full House. I loved Comet from Full House. Oh, yeah. But then my, then one time I was, one at one point when I needed extra money, I was cleaning houses. And I, this woman had a, had a golden retriever. And boy, do they shed. It's too much because mm-hmm. I shed a lot. Yeah, of my hair, you know, as y'all know, I have you know I don't have full alopecia, but I have you know something similar. And half so a I shed a lot. Ha- I guess full. It's not full. It's half, third maybe. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to tell you, when you came up, now a lot of people won't like that, you know, because we were kind of perusing, or browsing, whatever. And you came up and you told us that that wasn't an accurate, you know, description of the price that was marked. And I have to tell you, you have inspired me. That when I see other people who are doing retail shopping or whatever, and I know something, I say something. Because, you know, it's us against them at the end of the day. It would be a disservice. It would have been a disservice to Craig T. Nelson and Shelly Fabre if we had not said something, uh, you know, moving forward, pay it forward. So important to pay it forward. I love it. I don't think it's appropriate. Also, you know, when I see people... Shopping for full price items anywhere, I say, What are you doing? You know, you got a car, you can get to an outlet and mm-hmm. then you can find things half price, sometimes even like more than half price. And that's what I was trying to tell y'all was that the purses that y'all was looking at, they, they might be under that 40% off sign, but they put the 40% off signs all over the store and mm-hmm. it's a bit of a trick. So you have to be smart and make sure because it's it's I've had I've gone up to that register thinking I'm going to get uh, me a good deal on this little, you know, coach purse. And then the woman says, oh, that'll be, you know, $60. And I say, but it says 40 percent off. And then she says, not this item. Mm-hmm. And at first, you know, I did get angry. I was a little belligerent. Yeah, you had gotten into a fight when we were there that day. What was that one about? Well, you, yeah, you, you know, kind of told your story walking because you came up to us, but you were also being led by the arm out of the store me. by a security You're man. Right. And that and that had been because I was at the Auntie Anne's and I ordered a pretzel dog. The outlet Which, Auntie Anne's. There's please, an outlet Auntie Anne's. Now, please also, walk well, us through that. Yeah. That's what's unfortunate is that the food places inside of an outlet mall are always full price. Okay, you're not getting outlet food, but but it's nice because you know you're there all day, you're shopping, and uh, and you you burn a lot of calories, so you're going to need yourself a pretzel dog. Because for me, I need protein, so I'm always I'm always in it for a hot dog. So I go, and I'm not giving a hot dog once I get out, and I'm walking around, and I, I open it up because you know what one of the best things about a pretzel dog is that's a food on the go, so I can keep walking around doing what I'm doing, and so I get to I'm like right outside a coach about to go. In, I open it up, and they giving me a cinnamon sugar pretzel, not a pretzel. I dog. would love that. I would love that because you know I haven't eaten a uh, hot dog since nineteen ninety eight. But I would. I, would I love do a know that now. Dog. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a cinnamon sugar dog. It was just a cinnamon sugar pretzel, no dog inside. And so I was like, "Excuse me," um, and I, you know, I'd already put my fingers all over it. So I had cinnamon sugar everywhere. And then I was like, well, I'll go back over the Antiens and I'm going to get this, you know, figured out as soon as I go in. Because I'm already, you know, it's 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 at least, you know, kind of like a half mile because, you know, 
outlets uh, outlets are wonderful, but they are large, you know. And and, mm-hmm. and I've walked all the way clear across the parking lot. I'm not going to go back over. I'm already here at the Coach Outlet, so I go inside. But I do have cinnamon sugar all over my hands. And they didn't put napkins in the bag. So I ended up accidentally getting some cinnamon sugar on some products. Oh. Now, that's not something that you can't just get a vacuum or get yourself a little Swiffer wipe and wipe it up. But instead, this girl, Corla, comes over to me and she says, excuse me, ma'am, you're getting dirt all over this this stuff. And I said, I said, bitch, it's not. And that was when I knew it was going to be a problem. I said, bitch, it's not dirt. It's cinnamon sugar. And then she said, you don't call me bitch in this store. And I said. Was she crying? I knew. And she wasn't praying, but she was just like, oh, you know, when cry- you can just. Uh, was she I crying? crying? I was crying yeah. a little bit. I was crying a little bit because like once it came, you know, that moment when yes. you're not thinking, you're just saying. Yeah. yeah. And yet, you know, anger is so close to deep sadness. So when you said. That's true. Bitch, this isn't dirt. I know how close to actually being sad you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was sad because I also knew, you know, if she took two seconds to know that I was about to spend at least $100 in her store, that she wouldn't have treated me that way. It's like that scene from why- Party Woman where she said, you don't even know the mistake that you've made there. Because oh, do they work on commission at outlets? Yeah. Do they work on commission at outlet stores? Does that even make sense? You know, I... I have never asked, but I think that's a good that's a good question. Because this Corla woman seems very um uh, what would be the word here? Um interested because I'm just gonna say this, and I'm not proud of this, but if I was working retail, you know, I've worked a couple of jobs here and there. I don't care. Mm-hmm. If someone's even filthy, like let's just say your hands hadn't had um sugar on them or dirt, that it was something worse, it was a personal fluid, and you were wiping it. I would just be like, I don't make enough money to confront someone wiping fluids on stuff. I'd be like, excuse me, that's not my problem. That's the giant behemoth that owns the company's problem. Excuse you very much. I don't even have dental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no, no, no. And I worked for the Gap Incorporated. I worked at Old Navy for a really long time at one point. Um, that was my second job. And, and, you know, and still I get triggered when I go into Old Navy now because they just, there's something about people who go to Old Navy, especially at the Outland Mall, because there's an Old Navy, you know, two stores down from the coach outlet. So I do, and I, you know, I'll walk by. I can't walk in because it's a mess. Isn't Old Navy its own outlet store? You can't outlet Old Navy, right? Because they're like, we got ahead of it. Oh, yeah. It's too, it's too, it, you can't start out cheap and then be like, and we're now an outlet. But they used to. They used to do an Old Navy outlet and then... And and if you bought something at Old Navy, you cannot return at the Old Navy outlet. They will oh. say no. This is from the outlet. You can't. And then and then good luck trying to find the closest Old Navy outlet. It's you know the, at least you know sometimes you got to go two states over to find an Old Navy outlet. Yeah. And at that yeah. point, would anyone do that? What does it matter? Would anyone go over to two states over to go to the Old Navy outlet to return yeah. two t-shirts and a pair of socks? Would anyone do it? It would, because I have. Good for you. I Good have. for you. I love yeah. that about you. You know, you have a real healthy attitude towards authority. And I feel like, Irma, you're always like, I can and I will. You, you said that a lot. You know, when we, because, okay, so you gave us that very good advice about the, the purses or whatever. Then you were escorted out of the store. And mm-hmm. then when we came back out, you were out there smoking. And we all went to the macaroni grill. And you, you, that's what you said. I can and I will. That's a, that's a life lesson. I can and I will. Cause I often say, 
I, I shouldn't and I won't and mm-hmm. I can't and no one will let me. But, you know, the macaroni grill was right in that area. You know, I don't know if that was an yeah. outlet macaroni grill, but we had a blast because, oh, yeah, because yeah, we, because you found out that they had a happy hour and they'd misprinted one of the advertisements for it. And so we started happy hour at 11, 18 a.m. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't want me to start drinking before noon, then don't mess up your advertisement. And that's what it is. Uh, that's a, here's what we said when we got there. That's not our fault. Your ad is no. messed up. That's not our fault. Yeah, no. And you know what I loved is how we drew all those profanities on the, on that, on the, the place. Well, you know, I, I did feel bad in the end because we used the crowns and we were drawn all over because we thought they put the paper down. Cause that's one of the best things you know about macaroni grill is that you can draw all over the paper. And then we did realize that they hadn't put the paper down, that we were drawn on the tablecloth. But, I mean, who cares? I can Again, and I will. Yeah, that goes back to, you know, Macaroni Grill is owned by what? Um, uh, Jeff Bobos or whatever? Elon Musk. Jeff uh, Bozos? Oh, yeah. And you know what I just remembered? It's Romano's Macaroni Grill. It's Ray Romano that owns it. It's oh, Ray Romano. Wow. Yes. I did not realize that at all. I'm sorry. What can't he do? You know, I was listening to the, um, because I, I, I can't watch TV, like I can't watch sports on TV because I get too excited. So I was listening to the Baltimore Orioles game the other day and Ray Romano, they brought him up and the guy said, you know, he started out a comedian, but now he's very, he's very good at a, a dramatic acting. And I thought to myself, maybe that's what he's been doing this whole time. And we just oh, didn't know. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. like. Maybe he was confused. Maybe he got, you know, put on that show about himself. You know, the movie with the um, the guy who was on the, the show and he was the only white guy on the show. And then he got into the movies. Uh, Drew Ed Carey. TV. Oh, yeah. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. And remember, he's in that movie and, and it's all about him, but he didn't know. Maybe yeah. Ray Romano was like that, that he just wandered into the sitcom and he's like, I'm just reacting as myself to all the things that are going on around me, you know? Was mm-hmm. that the one about Truman Capote? Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Who was Truman Capote It was with again? Matthew McConaughey, too, wasn't yeah. it, right? Ed, yes. Ed TV, was that yeah, the name Ed, of it? Ed, same, mm-hmm. same, yeah, that's the one. Truman was the actor from that show, Murder by Death. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I thought it was like Murder by Numbers. I thought it was going to be something about art. But, <gasps> no, but remember the show are. Numbers? Oh, I do. Judd yeah. Hirsch. Wasn't there Judd Hirsch? You know, there was a, a movie. Was a movie? The movie was Murder by Numbers. Was that the one with Sandy and then Ron Gosling's? Sandy Boynton. Is that the one? Sandy Boynton and then Ron Gosling's. And then they started dating after that. And I was like, if it can happen to her, it can happen to me. Because she and I are closer in age than I. And she's ten years younger than me. She dated. Ryan so, Gosling's? She did. And this was at the time when my ex-husband was really on, you know, another level. He was going around and putting his natty bow inside of everybody in in the Baltimore, Washington, metropolitan region. So if there's any, if there's any, any listeners who don't know what natty bow is, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's from Baltimore. Uh, it's a Baltimore it local beer, natty bow. But it's also the character, like is almost like Mister Peanut, where it's like the brand, there's the the brand and then the beer. Yes, and then the the natty bow guy, he's also he winks. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what that and that's what I imagine my ex husband was doing every time he was sticking his little beer can inside of somebody. He's winking every time. That's another thing that we had in common, you know, when we were having um, a very long lunch together. Oh. Um, you know, mm-hmm. talking about the infidelity and how, you know, you shouldn't blame yourself. I just want to reiterate and maybe say it out loud to everyone who's listening. You know, that's not your fault. 
that's their fault. That's the other person's mm-hmm. fault. That's on them. Yeah. If, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, you know, I put my natus, my nat, my natty, um, well, natty bow mm-hmm, into something else because it's someone else's fault, you can see yourself directly out of here. Because you know what? Yeah, that's right. It, it doesn't, it, you're attached to it and you're the thinking part of it. You figure it out. And you know what? I think a lot of times, and you know, that's something we've wanted over, which is like, I've never been married, but the number of times I've been cheated on is almost astronomical. Uh, so we all have that in common and what a horrible thing to have in common, but what a great uh, building block for a friendship. Oh, then the absolutely. waitress, you know, the waitress overheard us, and that's how we all got the um, free Sunday. Oh yes, remember? The free yeah, Sunday. I was six. I was seventeen sheets to the wind at that point because I had, mm. you know, we started drinking at eleven a.m. and we didn't leave there until eleven p.m. So it you was, know, I was so dark outside. We forgot where we those, parked. Yeah, the twelve hours we were there, all technically happy hour. Proofread mm-hmm. your advertisements, people. Proofread them. You better. Or you're going to be serving three ladies all day until, you know, they don't know what's what's what. I mean, but, you know, what, like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like um, that one comic book where the woman is like, uh, like a normal woman with kind of powers. And then she becomes very powerful after she kind of does everything. And then she's like a phoenix rising from the ashes. She-Hulk? Maybe. I never saw that one, but maybe. Could be. I don't know. It's just one of the ex-people, I, I think. Oh, oh, yes. Um, Jean, Jean Grey. Oh, I thought for one second, I thought you were going to say Jean Smart. What Jean a Smart. casting. Whoa, mm-hmm. that would have been amazing. Now, Irma, your tubes came untied, right? Oh, yes. You know, it's wild what happens when you... I went back to horse riding um, just one time. And yeah, in the way where, you know, a lot of girls are like, oh, you know, I broke my little, you know, hymen riding a, riding a horse. Mm-hmm. My tubes became untied when I was riding a horse. Now, did well, you how know did they was, get tied you know, up? How did they yeah. get tied up? In the I mean, did place? yeah, did you have them tied, or did they get tied up during a previous horse riding incident? Yeah, was it like one to do it and then one to undo it? You know, as um, Lady Gaga would say, "I was born that way." Um, I had thought, you know, that uh, that's why, you know, and that's why I'm a proud aunt because I thought, you know, oh, it can never happen for me, and that's you know one of the reasons why I think. You know, Darrell, my ex, uh, was going around sticking it in other people because he's like, oh, well, you know, it's not going to happen with her. So all of a sudden I'm on this horse and it it reversed the thing that I had had, you know, trouble the whole time. Mm-hmm. Could you feel and it? Did, like when it happened, I, were you like, what? And it was like it was mildly orgasmic and slightly painful. And, and and then in a weird way, I felt like the hormones in my body change. Oh, my God. Uh, it, was like, then, it was like on Grey's Anatomy when they have a clamp on, you know, and then they mm-hmm. say something like, we're going to take her off a bypass. And then they remove the clamp and all the blood. And then they say, it's good. Wait, pink up, pink up. They say pink up a lot on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Was it like that? It was very similar to that. And then, you know, I got menopause two days later. So I didn't even get to try to go out and do anything about it. So, yeah. you know. I can't believe you got menopause that quick. Mm-hmm. It must have been catching. Like, it, maybe the horse had it. Oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but that makes sense. She did have a lot of sweat coming off of her. Did she so, seem kind of irritated? 
you know, mm-hmm. kind of like. And that's why she was bouncing so hard, you know, because she did not clearly want me on there. And I was offended because when I went over, because I, I went to Frontier Town, which is on the way also to Ocean City, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I just knew, you know, because um, my, my, one of my nephews works there. Um, my nephew, Tim, and he was like, you know, Aunt Irma, if you want to come over to Frontier Town, I'll let you come in. You can, you, you know, go for free. And if you want, you can ride a horse. And I was like, well, it's been a long time. But Maybe you had I'll to get back it. on the horse. That's where that whole thing comes to. from. Yeah. I wanted to. It reminds me of that Aaliyah song. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Step to. Step to. I thought you were going to say the one that's like, ah. With his baby? Oh, that was, you know, that was what I, that was one of my things when, when my, one of my nieces was born. I was like, I, I told my sister, I said, you should name her Aaliyah because she'll be sounding like, ah, and my sister said, no, we're going to name her Joan after our mother. And I said, well. Well, that's one way to do it. Did the horse have more chin hair than you would have expected? Because that might have been a tip off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a clue. And, you know, and now thinking back on it, I, I should have known. I should have known. Because these are all telltale signs, mm-hmm. sweating, chin hairs, you know, going in and out of emotions. Where was um, was the? I did, I doubt it, but I have to ask: Was the horse wearing a caftan? I thought it was a blanket, but yeah, now maybe it was a caftan. Yeah. It was a caftan because it went all the way down to her legs, mm-hmm. and just a, a saddle blanket's not going to do that. That's just going to be right underneath, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was it was. Wow. Well, I bet that horse was grateful, like finally a fabric that breathes. And whoever put it on, a God bless them. You know, whatever, mm-hmm. Frontier, is it Frontier Land? Or front, it's Frontier Front, Town. Frontier, frontier Town. Land is at Walt Disney mm-hmm. World. But yeah, it's, yes. uh, you know, whoever put that caftan on that horse is a kind person. Oh, yeah, because, you know, horses got to breathe too. You know, mm-hmm. I used to, I used to wear pants, not pants, but I used to wear shorts to bed every night. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, why am I doing that? I need, I I need to breathe. So I switched mm-hmm. to nightgowns. I never look back. So it's probably something similar to that, you know, now, I can't, this is, this brings up actually a really great point or question for me because I cannot wear a nightgown. They make me feel like I'm twisted and rolled up and they always, I don't know what I do in my sleep. And since I am alone all the time, no one will tell me, I I don't know how, whatever gets like hoisted or whatever, but I'm all twisted up and, 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 and like, it's a nightgown, it's like around my boobs. It's like, what is it? How do people sleep in these? How do you do it? Pat, does that happen to you? How do you people do it? Uh, I sleep in pants and long sleeve shirts because I saw you have to be ready for emergencies. Mm-hmm. And my biggest fear is, um, one, I can't even imagine people, God bless. If you sleep nude, you're just a brave person. Mm-hmm. You just are. Because if something happened in the middle of the night and I had to run out naked as a jaybird, I would wish then I'd be looking for something to fall on me. You know, let this mm-hmm. light pole hit me, let this, you know, car run into me, whatever. So I sleep as covered as I possibly can be thinking if I have to then head out you know, uh, on foot, I'm covered. It's very hot, but, you know, it sets my mind at ease. Ir- Irma, how are you doing this nightgown? I imagine it in a really fun, like, old-timey way. Would you have a matching cap? Like, what? how does it work? Oh, yeah. So, it, you know, you've got your Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the one where it's really long and then it has a matching cap. 
Yeah. Um, or you have um, what I call could be, you know, see, this is what I always have near me because I have, don't think I don't have this fear pack because I do. I have this fear. I have a fear of waking up, having to run out. What do I do? So I keep a full a full outfit next to me at all times next mm-hmm. to my bed. And I've timed it. I can get into that in 35 seconds. I can get mm-hmm. into it in 35 seconds because I always feel like I need to be prepared because I don't even want to go out in my nightgown. If it's chesty, chesty, you know, chesty um, boobsters, they're going to be all over the place, you know. And I just don't need my neighbors to see that because one of my neighbors is, you know, on the list. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know it. Wait. Mm. A registered sex offender, right? Craigslist? <laughs> yes. The registered sex offenders. And that's different yes. from Craigslist. Okay, right. Yep. You know, but but there's a crossover for oh, sure. Oh, there's got to be. There's got to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at first I thought it was Craigslist was part of it because his name is Craig. Yeah, when he moved not. into your neighborhood, did he knock on your door? He did, but I wouldn't answer. And so then he had to yell it to me from when I was, he yelled it while he was outside. He said, he was knocking and he, and he, and I said, no, thank you. You know. And then he knocked again. He said, ma'am, I need to tell you something. And I said, you can tell it to me from out there. And it took care of three of the houses on the block. He didn't have to go because he had to scream it because I kept saying, louder, son, louder. These people should get a, like an ice cream truck with one of those um, speakers well, on that's, it. Because that's that's how- one of the things that they do when they're being creepy. So I think they it's probably buy an ice cream truck. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous to put them in there. Because oh. then it's like you hear like... And kids go running, and then you know. Well, maybe, but but that's a good way to do it because they come running, and then what comes out of the speaker next is "Don't get near me, don't." I can't. I'd love to, but I can't. And I'm letting you know. And then he gives him free ice cream, and then he sells the truck. Yeah, I'd love to, but I can't. Is the biggest problem there? That's the that's the problem. Well, and the I don't free think, ice cream doesn't help either. Well, I like the honesty of that. Like, I have ice cream, a limited amount. I can't. I'd love to, kids. I'd love to, but I can't, and I won't. And then he says, "And this truck is for sale for twenty three hundred dollars." And you just knock it all out all at once. He only bought the truck for this one outing. Well, that's not my problem. How much he spent buying the truck for the one time. <laughs> no 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 it's not your fault it's definitely his fault but the thing is i'm saying who- i'm not taking that on boundaries I'm not asking- <laughs> <laughs> no and you know and that uh, that feels like something that uh, weirdly comes out of our taxpayer dollars and i don't want that either yeah right yeah. i don't yeah, want it's probably that's like not what sort of offender relocation program where they're like everybody gets an ice cream truck mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. The people who get the people who get the ice cream trucks, there's something up. There's something up. The one that goes Those around my ones? neighborhood. Is, well, let me tell you something. The one that goes around my neighborhood is called Mister Softy, and I there's well, that's less threatening. That. that that's exactly the truck they should get. I'm Mister Softy. I'm not Mister Frozen Solid. I'll never I get. Know. I will only be I, softy around your kids. I'll never be Mr. Hardy. I still think that's wrong. I still think that's wrong because if if you're saying, you know, I'm Mr. Softy, it's still, you're, you're still talking about the state of your panos. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to look into this. Yeah. See that you do. Because there's something I, this there. is, yeah, this is a lot going on. And you know, there was an episode of Medium about, um, <laughs> do you know this? I'm no. obsessed. 
I love it. I, oh, it, I didn't know. I know, but I love Roseanne Arquette. Patricia. But yes, Patricia. Roseanne is in one episode. Racist. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, are you calling the Arquettes racist? Roseanne Arquette. She sang the national anthem. It was disrespectful. No, that's Roseanne. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. That's just Roseanne. Not Ro- yeah. She's Rosanna, right? Isn't it Rosanna Arquette? Yeah, remember that okay, song yeah. that was all I want to do in the middle of the evening is hold you tight, Rosanna, Rosanna, Rosanna. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I always thought that was written about her. Oh, it, was it not? I don't know. It was by the band Toto, right? Oh yeah. Well, I only I only can recognize one Toto song, and that's um, Sing it. Africa. The which a lot of people get those lyrics wrong because it's like it's gonna take a lot to drag me away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. And a lot of people think it's um it it's like I miss the rains down in Africa, but it's actually I bless the rains. I'm blessing them. I'm blessing the rains down in Africa. Um, no, I don't know why a white band, a white prog rock band, would need to bless any rain in Africa. No, absolutely. Now you started to mention, you know, Tim. Uh, working at uh, Frontier Town. Uh, take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces and nephews and nibblings. Yeah, we know Heather's your favorite, oh, yes. but I, we want to know Heather, why. Well, you know, the only person, you know, here's what's, what's the only person that calls me even remotely enough is Heather. And we just have always had a special relationship. I, you know, there's a whole thing. I Tim is my godson, okay? But the problem was that, you know, he was the firstborn. So then I got to be his God. He was the firstborn grandchild of the of the bunch. Right. The first the firstborn nephew of the bunch. So he was he he was my godson. And my sister decided, okay, well, then the next one, she was going to let her daughter decide. So No, no, no. She was going to let Tim decide. She's like, okay, Tim, you can decide what your sister's name will be. It can either be Lauren Elizabeth, okay, or Heather uh, Irma. And so he decided he was going to choose Heather Irma because then, then my sister Liz was going to be Heather's godmother. And I thought to myself, well, that doesn't make sense. Why don't I just be the godmother of both of them? Because one of them has my name and one of them is. And my sister was like, it's, that's not fair to Liz. And I said, would, would, you want with, would you want Liz to be your godmother? And she definitively said no. And then I said, well, that's not fair then. You make, give them to both of them. I mean, and, and would it make sense if you died? And I said this, I was like, I was like, Helen, if you died today, who would you want to take those children? You want, would you want to split them up? Would you want to split them up? No, you would not. But it didn't matter. She felt too bad and Liz made her feel guilty because that's what Liz does. So Liz is the godmother and that's fine. But she, but Heather and I have a special relationship. And I also feel, you know, it's just the two of them on in, in that tree. And I feel bad, you know, if I'm buying something for Tim for Christmas, I'm not going to buy something for Heather. That's not right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I do, I do buy them both presents. Tim, usually, I mean, it, it's so easy to please him. There's just not, you know, you don't even have to try. I buy him a video game and he's fine. So, you know, when I take Heather to Disney World, you know, he doesn't even care. He doesn't care because, you know, he's like, all I really want to do is sit in my room and be on Fortnite or whatever the fuck he plays now. I don't even know. Sorry, it occurs. I just, I think those things are a waste of time. Does he have a I Twitch? played one. He has, oh, he has a Twitch. And, and, and this is what I don't understand because he's like, I go on my Twitch and I play and people watch me play. 
Mm-hmm. That's what is that? What doesn't is it, that? Why are people watching other people play video those, games? Right? Does it make you wonder? Do those people are those people driving ice cream trucks? Are those Mrs. Softies we're talking about? Oh my God! Yeah, are they in a hospital? I don't know. Why I keep oh, thinking no. about Twitch as a hospital. It feels like a hospital. Yeah, because people are twitching inside there, right? I mean, right, right. Oh, like you know, like for people who are too sick to get out, and so they have to watch other people do things. You know. Now, this mm-hmm. is very interesting. You brought up that you're a godmother. Now, I'm not a godmother to my nieces and nephews or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she is my godmother, though. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, well, it, yeah. it's unofficial. When I became ordained, I was like, I, I they don't ask for this, but I want a sponsor. So would you be my godmother? And she said, yes, mm-hmm. of course. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Carol and my sister won't, um, she won't let me be the godmother at all. You know, and I have to say, one, I'm offended. And two, I'm so relieved because, you know, the kids are kind of scary. And the idea of something mm-hmm. happening to Carolyn, now I love my sister. You know, she's 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 only getting more irritating as we get older, as we all are, I'm sure. But God oh, forbid yeah. anything happened to her. And then the kids come to live with me. And then it feels like one of those prison movies, you know, where um, mm-hmm. I don't know what prison movie I'm thinking of, but um, it would be like that for me. So I like the title. Um, I like the idea that I would be. But the fact mm-hmm. that I haven't, I have to be honest with you, it's a bit of a blessing. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, you know, I think it, it, it differs for each person. You say, So I'm sandwiched in the middle of nine, right? So, but I'm the first firstborn girl, so it just kind of made sense, you know. And then, and so I have, I'm I'm number five. I have four older brothers, and then I have four younger sisters. So it's quite an interesting, you know, thing. So, um, so none of my brothers have like made me their their you know godmother, but none of them ever. I got two priests because there's twins. And they both became priests, which, and I said that y'all don't understand how weird that is. Mm-hmm. That's sexy. I told them that. You think twin priests is sexy? That's kind of a fantasy I mean, of mine. Can you imagine? Oh. You're in trouble. You're in so much trouble. They got two. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess if they weren't my brothers, I could see that. If that wasn't I, a reality that I lived, yeah. I could well, see yeah. that. I, could I see certainly that. don't want to push you in that direction. I got to ask a question because I've thought about this because I know you personally. There's a commercial, a beer commercial that you have responded to regarding twins. You know, very, you've responded to it in a way that sometimes just on my voicemail, do it. Go ahead and leave the, the voicemail that you leave me all the time. I love football on TV and twins. Yeah. And then you just hang up. Right. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so the thing is regarding twins and people's sexual fascination with them. Here's something I have always wondered. Mm-hmm. Would, you know, this is, if this is for all of us, cause we all have sisters. You have so many sisters. Mm-hmm. Is there a situation in your life where you would think I want to have sex with this person enough in so, in so bad a way that I would be willing to be naked and witnessing this all and doing it alongside of my own sister. And I'll tell you right now, there's not one person in the world that would make me answer yes to that question. So I just want to clarify because so you would be one of the twins or you would. Well, yeah, I'm not a twin, obviously, but I'm just saying I can't understand why that's something that's so sexy or that people would even do. Yeah. In this situation, Mags is a twin and she is having weird feelings about, you know, the whole thing. I don't want to do it. Well, you know. 
I, I've always, you know, I watch a lot of soap operas, obviously, because, you know, I work nights. And so that my TV is daytime TV for the most part. Thank God for DVR, because now I can watch a lot of things that I was never able to watch before during the day. And I do no, love You that. were the first but, person I thought of when DVR became a thing. You were the first person I thought of. And, you know, I used to, I did, you know, I had a VCR and I would try to record. But for some reason, every time it get messed up, it get messed up. You know what the trick That's was right. that I learned too late? You know, if you have a tape that you're trying to tape over and there, there there's this little hole on the, on the VHS over to the left-hand side and you got to cover that up that's what helps you record so if you have a you know maybe there's a movie that you you've got that you don't like that much and you're like i don't really need this movie i would rather watch you know the 1999 grammys and so you're like i want to make sure i can watch you know the grammys so i got but all i have is these tapes what you do is you put a little piece of paper inside there and you cover it with tape and then you can turn that into a vhs that you can record on because if you look at any of the vhs's that you have maybe used to record things on You'll see they have a little tab over that little box or little, it's kind of a cube. So I learned that too late. Yeah, this information and is coming in hot 20 to 25 years too late. Yeah, I hope it reaches and, at least one person who's listening to this. You never know. I, I know there's still people out there that have VCRs. I know that there are. I know and they have ice are. cream trucks, I bet. You know what? They definitely do. Yeah, they they're trying to stay off the grid. Trucks. And somehow oh, DVDs yeah. are on the grid. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, I think, think about it not as you being one of the twins, but think about it as you doing the twins. Does that change anything? I don't want to do that either. Because I'd be like, what's your home life? How are you going to look at each other across the dinner table right now? I would do it. And I just want to tell you why. I would do it because Carolyn doesn't like me. I mean, she loves me, but she doesn't like me. So it wouldn't go any further. You know, you don't have that pressure of, oh, now get a call and you know how do I break it off gently we wouldn't it wouldn't go any further date you're not trying to date your sister this is purely a hypothetical situation and would you ever be in a threesome with your sister and one person okay I thought that your concern was now do I have to marry her like how will this go like we know so much about each other already you skipped the whole honeymoon phase you know you're my sister No, that's not even remotely close to what I was asking. I was asking, in what world would somebody want to get in bed with their own sister? I don't want to, but a push came to shove. You never know. You know, for me, it's not, it's like, it's not so much that I would like to, but I would like it, you know, it's kind of a fantasy for me that maybe, oh, I have this man that I'm with, right? And then we, and we are, we have lots of relations and then all of a sudden he disappears, but I don't know. And then his twin comes in and then I'm, and then he pretends to be my lover. And then we are also having relations like that's kind of a fun fantasy to me. So we're, it's kind of like it, it's and twins, but it's a surprise. And but that sounds like of, separate. It sounds like in this one, they're not in bed yes, together. Until, until, wait, because until I find out that this is the twin. And then my lover comes back and I say, well, now I just, uh, now it's time and I'll be an Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. And that's I can't believe they, I know what that is. Yeah, me but too. I do. We both knew what that was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew right away when you said it. Well, I'll be I a London it, Bridge too, you know, whatever, you whatever thing I can be in the middle. Yeah. And I learned that whatever term that from reading Pat's, did you, I don't know if she sent you her uh, Bobby, her Bobby fanfic. 
that she wrote about Skippa. It's amazing. It's like a feminist journey. Hey, Pat, you got that doc pulled up? Uh, yeah, it's nearby. Go ahead. Delight us, please, with, with uh, any paragraph from anywhere after. I think last time... That man had a man name and it was Sterling, I believe, is the is like the paragraph we left it off at. And uh, and so Skippa knew it was, it was the last thing. So what, what delight us. Skippa knew exactly what Sterling wanted and the way in which he wanted it. But Skipper, being of sound mind and body, refused. And she then proposed a different thing. Totally different. So back in the car they go. Where's the Eiffel Tower part? That's what I was setting you up for. Oh, to the Eiffel Tower. I'm glad I'm saying it out loud because when I say it out loud, I'm getting a different feel for it. You know, they say to read your work out loud. And just based on really, yeah, based on your faces and stuff, I'm thinking I'm getting a lot of good feedback. You really took your time on those words. Like you really spaced them out. Oh, they're very spaced out on the the paper because I think I was going to put other words there too. Before and so it's very physically distant. All the words are so in this in this because I don't remember it verbatim, but in this I remember you specifically talking about what an Eiffel Tower was because that's how I learned the phrase. So can you scroll down to that part? Where yeah, you explain I think it? I think someone told us at one point, but uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, Skipper climbs a ladder and she sits on it with one leg on one side and another leg on the other side, naked as a jaybird. And then you can only imagine. So what I realized just now is I thought you said Bobby, like B-O-B-B-Y, but you said Barbie. So now I know you mean, I thought you were talking about Gilligan's Island, Skipper. Oh, the Skipper. And now, no, I now I know Skipper because I do know Skipper. She's, um, she's wonderful. You know, I got a, my, my other niece who, you know, I don't get to see very much because um, my youngest sister, she doesn't live on the East Coast anymore. So she's she's all the way in Oregon. Oh, that's and so hard to be that far. It's really hard. And yeah. she doesn't even live like in, in Portland. She lives like in like Beaver Dam or something I like that. I was just like, going to say Beaver something. Mm-hmm. Beaver Blank. I mean, you know, is what... That's Wait, you know, can I, that can was her nickname in high thought? school too, Beaver Blank. Will you hold on to that thought, Erm? Because I just have a one follow up question. Mm-hmm. When, so, what did you do a rewrite? Because in the pod that you read to me over the phone, it specifically explained to me what an Eiffel Tower is, and I'm like, now I'm like, was I? You're the one who taught me that. So where is it? Because you said I thought that was Aunt Lane told us. Oh, was it Aunt Lane that told us? I thought it was because I don't know if I have a. You know, you seemed really keen on it. So I was like, I'll write it in. Um, And I just went with what I imagined it to be, which is hard. Well, yeah, there's a ladder. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for clearing that up. Because I was like, I know I heard it from somewhere. I'll take another pass at it. I I bet it's different. Will you text it to me tonight? (laughs) Yeah. I think it depends on the size of the person. That's how you know whether you need a ladder or not. Oh, yeah. Like if you do it with that guy from My Giant, it's going to be. Yeah, George Mirasan. Don't think I don't know his name. He's a former Washington wizard. I would never think that for one second. Hey, actually, he was a former Washington bullet. Oh, what were you saying about your sister in Oregon? Uh, well, it's just that my my niece, I don't get to see her that much, so I mail her a lot of gifts. And mm-hmm. one time, I mailed her all. I mailed her Barbie and all her siblings. So Barbie, Skipper, and Kelly is the little one. And then there what was the Kit? baby. 
Is it Kit? Kit the baby? Is Kit the I baby? I don't think Kit's the baby. Kit Kit's was the an car. American girl doll. I was from Knight Rider. Yeah, Kit was the car. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mr. William Feeny. Daniels, Mister Feeny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how do you maintain so, a relationship yeah. with you're sending her things, which is so nice? <clears throat> Isn't it nice to get something in the mail? Oh, I, I'm sorry to bring up the mail. I um, mean, it would be nice to get things in the mail if you fucking could. If anything fucking ever arrived like it's supposed to, and again, I don't blame the. Good men and women and people who use other pronouns of the USPS, but you know what? We all know who it is. Can go fuck themselves. Oh, oh no! And <clears throat> you know what's so funny is his name. The the the, the postmaster general now is Louis DeJoy, but he's not bringing any DeJoy to anybody because he's fucking it all up. I hope he dies in a fire. So you're sending her nice things. And mm-hmm. do you feel like you're able to have a nice relationship? Because to me, that seems kind of fun to have a relationship. Do you ever write letters back and forth? You're sending her gifts? Oh, oh, and you know, now she's in um, she's in fifth grade. So the letters are coming from her because before my sister would write them on her behalf, you know, and that's not as fun. And now she's actually sending me, you know, and I know all the gossip that's going on. You know who she has a crush on. She's she got she has a crush on. She said a boy who looks like Dean Thomas from Harry Potter, and that's so specific. And so I had to watch all the Harry Potters so I know. And he's and I gotta say, if that's true, because she hasn't sent me. A, I told her, tell your mother, take a picture of the of your yearbook so I can see for myself. You know, because sometimes I think you know people over exaggerate. They're like, oh, he's so cute. He looks like Ryan Gosling's, and then. They and then it's like, well, I don't think so. I like think they're just Canadian like a, looking, right? Um, so you know, I think also I'm like, okay, good taste, good taste. And she's got a new baby sister, which is great. You know, that's the thing about my family is a lot of ladies, um, and that's not bad. And 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 it's it's better that way because as I, you know, I have the two twin brothers who are priests. My oldest brother is in jail for life, probably. I don't know. I don't think he'll get off on good behavior. Well, once you adjust to it, maybe it's better just to stay. You know, that's right. And then my my next old, uh, my closest brother to my age, he's, and, he, and this is the thing, you know, he's, he's got a lovely partner um, and his partner's name is um, Lewis, not DeJoy. Um, and Lewis is lovely. And they're, I mean, they're a beautiful, wonderful couple, but they just, they did, you know, it wasn't really in the cards for them. They didn't really want to adopt or do anything like that. At one point they did ask me to be a surrogate. And then I had to remind them that I, my tubes were tied from birth. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And, well. and then, then that two-day window, I said, well, I just want to let y'all know something happened. And then and you then, got menopause. And then I got menopause. And menopause at 34 is really tough. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's At this point, I'm just like, come on already. I, I think it's because of the pay- cheese. You know, there's hormones much. and cheese. Yeah. How much I'm eating? Oh. No, no, just in general, we're all eating too many um, hormones, and so we're kicking it into gear earlier and earlier. That's what I heard. That might be wrong because I just read it somewhere that I can't remember. Oh no, I eat so much cheese. I love cheese. I love it. Sorry, Maggie, you were going to say something. Oh, I don't remember. I, you started. That. All I could think of now is fresh mozzarella. Oh God. There's a there's a that in we didn't even get to in Queenstown. There's a whole, so they have a Harry and David's and then next to the Harry and David's is the, it's like the Mars cheese castle, but it's the, it's the outlet. And 
the whole inside interior, and I don't know how they do this. It's cold inside, so I guess it makes sense. But the whole interior is is different cheeses. So you got like one pepper jack, one, you know, it's all, the whole wall is all like a cheese wallpaper. Like um, and it's very good. It's very good. But you know who has the best pizza crust? Let me say this. If you're making you it say at dough home. Rollers? You, you, oh. Well, dough rollers is my favorite pizza, period. Yeah, dough rollers is Greece. the pizza we had on the boardwalk at Ocean City. When you came with us, that's the best part. We didn't even get to finish the vacation. You just came with oh, us yeah. to Ocean City for the rest of the trip, which was adorable and wonderful. We had Bull on the Beach. We had mm-hmm. uh, dough rollers pizza. Uh, we had just such a great time. We took an antique photo. Oh, the, and, and, and you know, that's hanging up on my wall. I love mm-hmm. the antique photos of us. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But you were talking about pizza crust. I'm sorry. Just remind me well, of Joe Rollers. Well, I'm just saying, but Joe Rollers is my favorite pizza, but um, the best pizza crust, if you're making pizza at home and you don't want to make it yourself, Trader Joe's pizza dough is very good. It's the best I've ever had. You know, no pizza bowlies or whatever, all that other kind of stuff. Yeah, Trader Joe's is very good. I but love TJ's. Is, you know, I love TJ's. They can do no wrong in my book, unless they're somehow problematic. And those shirts, maybe maybe there's something going on there, but um, I love TJ's. <laughs> and I also just wanted to tell you, you know, it sounds like you have such a good relationship with your niece because, you know, my niece would never tell me who she has a crush on or give me a hint, a clue. Mm. And you seem like in a very good way, in the way that uh, the best aunts are, you're her friend and she trusts you. Mm-hmm. And maybe she can even tell you things that she can't tell her own mother. And that is a good aunt. And, you know, you've got so many brothers and sisters, and I feel like maybe you've had good um, practice, you know, because I think you're also a good sibling. And I know if you oh I know God. if you really felt like it was bad for your brother to be in prison, you try to get him out, but you know it's better for him to be in there, so you let it go. Oh, and you know, the first time he went in jail, I, I did... And and I, I think it's I think I'm in the I've passed the statute of limitations at this point. The first time that he was in jail, I made him a cake with a nail file inside, and so I did help him escape the first time. Oh. And then I felt bad. I felt yeah. bad, so I let him stay in my basement. Okay. How'd you do it? And though? then how did I do it? How did I the make escape? Well, talk, okay, talk us through the escape. Okay, so, you know, I watched Shawshank Redemption, and I thought, oh, maybe he can spoon his way out. But, you know, it's going to take too long, all that stuff. And the first time he was in jail, the first time that he was in jail, let me say this. I don't think he did it, okay? I don't think he did. And it was kind of like it's like a Stephen Avery situation, okay? Where the first time he was in jail, it turns out it wasn't his fault, okay? Mm It wasn't, he didn't do it, but he had a terrible lawyer because we couldn't afford anything better. And so my cousin Kenny did it. And my cousin Kenny had been lying to us the whole time. He never passed the bar. He had never even, he did not go. He told us he went to Georgetown Law School. Like we didn't, why do we think somebody who literally working at the Dairy Queen and and had I mean why did we believe him I don't understand why why we were so stupid but so he en- Kenny, ended up is this the one so we met Kenny did we wear, he was wearing a t shirt that said FBI and underneath it said female body inspector yes and you know what he was doing for a long time is he put black duct tape over that so we didn't know and oh. then once we figured out the truth we were like wait a minute 
Hold on, Kenny. Take that duct tape off. Let me see what's underneath. And then I realized he had, yeah, he know where he bought that. The Boardwalk of Ocean City, Maryland. You know, he did. I was just going to say, yeah, he bought it Mm -hmm. like a waves or something. Yeah. Sensations, I think. Yes, Um, it was sensations because I remember seeing that. I also remember, remember remember when um, Volkswagen had uh, their slogan was Fafignugan? There was, Mm -hmm. remember all of the Myrtle, uh, um, not Myrtle Beach. I I did see it at Myrtle Beach too that year, but remember all the Ocean City, um, like gift shop themed, like uh, Fafik Nugan thinks one of them was a guy on a toilet and it said far from pooping. And I thought, what does yeah. this have to do with the beach? You know, and, and, and talk about that, that, you know, piece of shit that, that, you know, Pat was talking about earlier. That that's an unfortunate theme. It's an, un- well, not Ron, but uh, just as bad. That's an unfortunate theme that you see on the boardwalk a lot now is unfortunately, you know, it's like Obama for prison, Hillary for prison, oh, uh, Obama, be. bin Laden, uh, those kinds of things. Lots of like, you know, MAGA this, MAGA that. So it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's hard to walk down the boardwalk now. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe this summer when I go, it's going to be better because, but it could also be, as we know, worse. But yeah. um, we were saying, we were saying last week we're nervous about going back to Myrtle Beach. Like we're worried about should it should at this point should somebody stop it? But we're worried, but we're hopeful. Oh, and I have to. I mean, isn't that what we have to do? We have to remain hopeful all the time. Mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah. So Kenny, Kenny did not do a good job. So I. So this is what happened. So I felt bad because I was like, I know that he at this at this point I know he's innocent. Okay, mm-hmm. because you know he had a he had a, a, an airtight alibi. Kenny did not call the right witness. So then when the, he called the witness in, the witness said that my brother was not there and it, he had called it somebody from the wrong Elks Lodge. So because because Kenny was at, you know, out of his mind, he just didn't know what was going on. So he called the wrong Elks Lodge. So then, you know, it was bad. So I thought, let me get let me help him. Let me help him. So I made a funfetti cake. And instead of putting in sprinkles, I put in some shards of glass. And then I also, instead of set of frosting in the center, I put six emery boards. And in the center, I put one little like one of those metal filers and then put the cake on top, baked it, icing, all that. And they did not do x-rays at that time. So sent it right in. I was like, it's, it is my brother's birthday. I was like, I think that, you know, Keith needs to have a nice birthday, so let's go. So he gets the cake, he sees what's inside, and he serves a piece of the glass to one of his guards. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, okay, now I get it. And then fall, 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 and then he made his way out. He stayed in my basement for a little while, and then he went off to Tennessee. And then it was the moment where, you know, for a long time people were like, maybe he didn't do it. And I, I knew he did. I knew he did it because because it just and so then he's now he's in a Tennessee State Correctional Facility and he'll be there for the rest of his life. So that's um, near the Smokies, right? Smoky Mountains. Near the Smokies. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever get in trouble for whatever happened to that guy? Oh, you know, it was okay because apparently he had needed to have his appendix out anyway, so it was one of those situations where it was just pure dumb luck. And so when they got into the hospital, it was almost like one of those moments where they were like, oh, actually, thank you so much. Because him eating that glass made him have to go to the hospital. And then they were like, oh, yeah. And he actually needs his appendix out. So nobody really knew. I love stuff like that. You know, 
Because the universe tries to, yeah, I do kind of like, mostly I don't believe in anything, but sometimes I believe that the universe has kind of a plan and the universe is like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, I'm going to put you this obstacle in your way, or I'm going to do this. You're going to eat glass, but it was okay because it did half the work for the surgeons or whatever. I just feel like that's, that's just like you said, it's dumb luck, but it's happy dumb luck. Mm -hmm. And you know what was also dumb luck? The way we met. you. Yes, meeting yes. you, Irma. If because I was about, I was about to heel turn directly out of there when I didn't see any memorabilia, you know. And Mags was like, "Well, let's take a look. We're already here." Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and then when you shouted at us as you were being removed, and I just thought that is someone. I'm so glad that you were still there when we came out. And ever since then, you know, you you have an outlook on life. Again, I love this like streak that you have of anti-authoritarianism and all this whole thing mm-hmm. that keeps me feeling very empowered. And I, I just really appreciate you. Oh, and I appreciate both of you because, you know, that was such a nice day for me because, you know, I was feeling bad and I was smoking my Virginia Slim outside of the coach store. And I was like, I'm going to get banned from this whole mall, Tangier. Tangier Outlets is never going to let me back in any of their mall, their their strip malls, their any of their stuff ever again. But I calmed down as soon as you two came out, and that that day, you know, changed my life because I knew that now I have two friends forever, and um, mm-hmm. and that's really what it's all about. That is that is what it's all about, and I can't think of a more perfect place to end on than that. You know, it's been a dream, uh, a dream come true, to meet you in an outlet mall on our way down a vacation. Then go on vacation with you and then, you know, well, macaroni grill detour, but then, you know, it's just been a dream and was so oh, yeah. utterly lucky and happy to know you. And thank you for having the courage to eat a cinnamon sugar dog that brought you into a coach that brought you into our lives. So thank you for that. And uh, I think, uh, Pat, it's this week's uh, mantra is yours, right? Yes. This week's mantra from Carol Doyle is, of course, from her beautiful mind. And nothing you can do about it. That is hmm. merch. That is merch. And, you know, the things that we're getting from Carol Doyle, uh, they, they serve so many purposes because, right? It's Part like, by, yeah. Yeah. In one way, it's like, is she Aesop? Is she writing these beautiful tales? In another way, it's like, what is she? Uh, what's his name that RuPaul loves? Eckhart Tolle? It's like, what is she? Inspirational quotes. We got it. Words of wisdom. And today we got merch. I saw that on a shirt in Ocean City, Maryland. I would buy it right away. Yeah. Uh, that was a sensation. Poncho Villa. Yeah. I'd buy yeah. it right away. I love you both. I love you both so much. Irma. Love you. I love you, Pat. Love you. Yeah. I love you, Irma. And I love you, Meg, so much. And wow. Another one in the can. I learned that this week. <laughs> I learned that from your fanfic, from you. Anyways, all right. Oh, taking it in the can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Skipper, Barbie skipper. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. All right. And I say thank you for listening to those who will. To Baby Makers Podcast starring Colleen Doyle as Rant Pat and Dana Curcioli as Ranty Megs. If you liked this podcast, subscribe, rate, and review us. Aunt Irma is the warm and wonderful Mary Catherine Coran. You can watch Mary Catherine's Twitch show, My Kind of Content, every Monday night from 6 to 8 p.m. Central on the Chicago For Real channel and follow her on Instagram at It's Mary Catherine. Our theme song was performed by the Q's, and you can follow them at the Q 
use music on Instagram. Follow those who ants on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any questions for the ants, email us at those who ants at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Wear a mask. And do I have to keep saying it? Call your aunt.